0: Welcome to the Bringing Intimacy Back show, where intimacy is real. If you desire to intimately connect with yourself, significant other, children, family, friends, community, and higher power, then this is the show for you. We explore intimate topics, inspiring life stories, spirituality, and insightful tips on strengthening relationships. The show is hosted by Dr. April and her co-host, Coach K. Let's get this episode of the Bringing Intimacy Back Show started. We share with you today the secret power to intimacy to create the life you love or love the life you create. Now, here is your host, Dr. April, and her co host, Coach K.
1: Welcome to the Bringing Intimacy Back Show, where intimacy is real. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I um, have to apologize that Coach K isn't here today, so it's just going to be me. However, we are going to talk about an exciting topic that many people are out there thinking, oh my gosh, I definitely need this. And the great thing is, of course, in March, it is Women's Improvement Month and Women's Month. And so today we are talking about dating. Yes, Yes, women, ladies out there dating in today's generation. And I have a special guest with me who's going to talk about um, the dating process. He is a dating coach, but it's also going to come from a man's perspective, which I'm so excited to hear about because many of us are out there dating um, and just, it's, it's tough out there. If you're out there and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm using apps, I'm trying to meet people in different... Um, environments, whether it's church, meetups, different things are being set up by people or even the online dating, but also using a Matchmaker, it's tough out there. Ladies, I understand I'm in, in that struggle with you. So I'm so happy that we're going to have someone who comes and speaks about that. But before we get into that, of course, Every month we have a nonprofit, and this month's nonprofit is called Women Rising. It's a great organization because its job is to assist families and women to achieve this self-sufficiency. So the website is www.womenrising.org. Look it up, and if you're struggling or maybe you have money that you want to donate or to help out, definitely check that out. Okay. So that's about that. Again, guys, we are going to talk about dating. So if you're out there and you're thinking, you know, whether you've been um, in a marriage for a long time and you're, you're just got divorced or um, maybe your children have just left and you're empty nester and you're like, I just want to meet the right person. One thing before I bring this um, gentleman on, um, One thing I want to say, it's really important first to work on yourself because when you go from one relationship to the next without healing, you're not entering that relationship with a pure heart and it's really, you know, a pure heart or healed heart because you have holes in it from a previous relationship. So it's really important to make sure that you heal. And part of that healing is, of course, loving yourself and knowing your worth. So I just wanted to put that out there. And so now we're going to go take a short break. But when I come back, like I said, we have someone who's going to come in and talk about dating in today's generation. We'll be back in a moment.
0: Are you in a relationship with someone that you see often, but you feel so disconnected with them? Bring Intimacy Back can help you bring the intimacy back to your relationship. B.I.B. is dedicated to inspire, enlighten, and encourage intimate connections. Live shows, weekly guest speakers with over 29,000 downloads. We can help promote your products and services, grow your business and clientele with B.I.B. Want to become part of the B.I.B. family? You can now sponsor with us.
1: Welcome back to the Bringing Intimacy Show, where intimacy is real. Welcome, Dr. Allen.
2: Hi, thank you for having me.
1: Yes, yes. So Dr. Allen, you have been in this field for so long. And before I uh, go any further, Dr. Allen, I want you to pronounce your last name so everybody can hear it. I just don't want to mispronounce it.
2: Uh, That's okay. Uh, Last name is Ramkhalawan. My name is Dr. Allen Ramkalawan. I'm actually a clinical pharmacist, but um, I just started my transition as a life coach here back in August of 2022.
1: Okay. yes, yes. And you say that you've been really kind of studying this whole dating process for about 20 years.
2: That is correct. Um, It's basically started really when I was a teenager and just kind of helped develop over the years of just trying to find myself and trying to learn how to connect with people and just better myself in general. And I couldn't have touched. I couldn't agree with you more about what you were saying just a minute ago. Getting to know yourself is the key to learning how to connect with others. Um, I couldn't have stated it any better.
1: Oh, yes, definitely. Yes, because the more you know about yourself, then you know what you're looking for and what's, you know. Um, also, there's a theory about if you don't heal yourself, you're going to attract people. If you don't
2: way. hear yourself, is that what you said?
1: If you don't heal yourself, if you I'll don't heal, heal, heal yourself. yourself. Yes, yes, then you're going to attract people that um are going to use you, abuse you because
2: I couldn't agree with you more. Um I I've kind of learned this with more of a spirituality standpoint of mm-hmm. law of attraction kind of books and you know, healing yourself, you can't you can only attract um based on, you know, what you know and who you are. Um Bettering yourself every day. I always say it like this. um, In order to attract the person that you want, you have to be that person as its reciprocate. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And they also say that um, you should live your life as if someone's already there, you know, in the dating world. Yes. 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 So instead of just um, waiting for someone to take you out to dinner or to the movies, (laughs) you know, go take yourself out to dinner, to the movies. Yeah.
2: I'm curious, uh, how do you feel about that as far oh. as like, as a woman's standpoint of going out alone?
1: Oh, I'm okay with that. I've had to learn how to do that myself. So I've gone to the movies, I've gone to different things by myself. Yes, yeah, and I'm okay with that. But I, Cause I'm okay with April.
2: <laughs> I like that. Yes. Um, I think in my, in my viewpoint, I agree with you. Uh, getting to know yourself um, doesn't just create the comfort level. Um, but also it helps you develop yourself. Mm-hmm. In, in my experience, just learning more about yourself, whether it's through hobbies, um, just going out and getting more comfortable in social environments, it really does help you better yourself.
1: Right, definitely, yes, yes. And since you've been studying dating since for some years, dating um, is much different, I don't know, in the 1990s 2000 than they are now with all these different apps where do people even begin
2: um i think like i said as far as the app standpoint i remember back in the days when i used uh, chat rooms and it's kind of a similar concept as far as meeting people in quantity is a great thing um but the problem that i've noticed is it lowers people's emotional vulnerability it's easy Mm -hmm. to just in the case that you run into any kind of situation that you don't like, you can just X out or swipe whatever direction to uh, discount people. And in real situations, you're go- never going to have a perfect situation with an individual. And that's why I always say standing in a person's emotional tension is so important. Um, and you can really only get that when you meet people live. Um, to mm-hmm. me, it's like a practice. Um, that's kind of the way I describe it. Is as far as like the apps, like I said, it's it's a great tool, but I think that you can only get the best out of it until you once you better yourself first.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. The okay. Best way I could say it. Okay. So you your um professional thing is saying about meeting people live, and is it better to meet people live and um such as a, a meetup where you do an activity, such as, I don't know, um, kayaking? Or I feel
2: it's, that it's safer. Okay. Um, especially from a woman's point of view. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that that's what, you know, from, from a male's perspective, we're open to meeting wherever, you know? Right. Um, from a female's perspective of safety, and, you know, and that's a legitimate concern, um, I could see where meetup groups would definitely be an easier... Um, an easier setting. Okay. But really, I always say, you know, daytime meeting is always my thing. Not that I don't mind meeting people at night. I just feel that there's a different uh, vibe to it.
1: Okay. Okay. And what about all those um, speed dating?
2: I've done um, speed dating a couple times. Actually, it's uh, quite exciting. I think, like I said, I enjoy speed dating as far as putting yourself out there. Um, I do find that to be effective for meeting people. Um, my personal take is as a man, I definitely want to go after what it is I'm looking for specifically. Um, so that's very important for me. So whatever I align with is the areas that I'm trying to go into as far as meeting women. Um, and I, I honestly suggest the same for women who want to meet men. Uh, find out what it is that you align with from a hobby standpoint, um, what your core values are and meet people in those kinds of
1: areas. Okay. Okay. Um, One of the things that I know I've suggested to people and I'm not sure, you know, this is accurate or not is to have somewhat of a list because kind of like what you said, the law of attraction, if you don't have a list, The universe could bring you whatever. That's number one. Number two is when you go grocery shopping and you don't have a list, you tend to pick up some junk food. (laughs) So I kind of look at it in similar aspect. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't like what someone who's smoking, but you're hungry, you pick it up. But if you have it on the list, you're like, Oh yeah.
2: Um, you know, I think lists will change over time. I think, like I said, I, I feel that it goes back to core values. Okay. Um, whatever you're generally attuned to is what your, you know, what your ideal mate may.
1: Yeah. So should um, those core values, Dr. Allen, be written down?
2: I, I think that's optional. Um, okay. I've done both, like written them down and just gone through them in my head. Right. Um, I just feel like in my experience of two decades of learning about dating, I've i'm at a point where i just kind of know what i want um but it never hurts to write it down uh writing it down just gives you more of a solidified Mm -hmm. reason to stick with what it is that you're looking for
1: okay okay where do people find dates
2: um i personally like coffee shops uh that's just my thing um Mm -hmm. because i'm kind of like a book nerd to a degree um, okay. if I go to, so I'll give you my rundown personally, And like I said, everybody's going to be different. Yes. Um, my core values, cause I'm a very driven person. Um, I'm a very studious person. Um, I enjoy kind of like a chill medium tempo vibe. So for me, it's coffee shops, or if I go to bars, it's more of like bar restaurants that are like high end bars right uh, here in the Tampa Bay area. That's kind of what I like to do. Um, but I'm trying to learn how to break those limitations. Also, I shouldn't say trying, I kind of have, um, I don't want to limit myself to that. So if I see somebody at a mall or, you know, um, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: in whatever social setting, I just try not to think about the repercussions of, oh my God, the anxiety of what am I going to say? Um, which kind of dives into my next point. You don't really try to think things through, you kind of feel your way through it um i say say what you feel and that's big for me um especially for men because men who approach women they're always into what am i going to say what am i going to say
1: right exactly and
2: the moment i ask myself what do i feel like the first thing i notice about a person that caught my eye is usually what i just say um so i don't think i mean like although the Places that you meet people will make it easier because you can align your core values quicker. Right. Um, I don't limit myself to just what my interests are uh, because realistically, you can meet a good person anywhere.
1: Right. and So I know men are very um, visual.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what can I say about that? That's just truth.
1: (laughs) Yes, it is true. And so if you see something you like, you know, whether it's, I don't know, a beautiful, I don't know, butt or whatever. Is that yeah. how you how do you <laughs> do that? approach that into how you feel and say something to come out?
2: I get what you're saying. Um, I don't look at it like, oh, my God, this girl has a sexy butt or a yeah. no, nice breast or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'll look at it like this. If I see a well-dressed woman. Yes. For example, maybe she has like a stylish dress or a stylish skirt. Um, I'll comment on her fashion and more importantly, it's not just about the fashion, but more importantly, what it represents Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: going deeper, what it represents to her. So like, for example, if I comment on somebody's, uh, you know, power suit or, you know, style of dress, it's like, Oh, like, you know, you represent elegance. Uh, What does that mean to you? Maybe you're into uh, socializing or popularity or if you're reading a book, uh, I try to find out that core meaning of how that book resonates with you and your core values. It's not just about the surface level.
0: Mm-hmm. As
2: you ask a person about the first thing that you notice about them, uh, you dive deeper and deeper until you get to know that person. Okay. That's the way I describe it. I, I feel like a lot of people stop on the surface level of, Oh my God, this girl's beautiful. And that's it. And no woman wants to just feel like they're an mm-hmm. object, you know, like they want, you to understand who they are as a person. And the only way that you're gonna understand them is to go beyond the meaning of the first thing that you notice about them.
1: Okay. And would you say that for women, that they could use the same logic in in the sense of picking a man up? I mean, I've never done that. And to be honest, as I'm thinking about that.
2: Well, I mean, men, we I feel like we're a lot easier. We're just like, <laughs> we're flattered when a woman like says something yeah. Uh, you know, like positive about us. Cause I, I feel like in society in general, we're used to being the ones who have to approach. I mean, yes. I've been approached by a woman before, but it's very rare. Uh, nine times out of 10 easily it's the man has to do to approach. So I have to speak yeah. from a male perspective because I've been in that situation plenty of times in my life where I've been tripped up over what to say. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I just kind of thought about this recently about, saying what you feel, uh, noticing the first thing about that person and what attracted you to that person uh, makes it easier than trying to figure out the right thing to say.
1: Yeah. So saying what you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's just, that's just a little scary, but it's, um, authentic. Scary in
2: what way? I'm curious.
1: Scary. Um, say what you feel because it's like, um, probably I'm just thinking maybe it's my own personal thing the fear of rejection
2: but I mean yeah yeah. I mean fear of rejection is legitimate I mean nobody wants to be told that they're not worth being with but you have to also look at it from the perspective and I'll say it even from a law of attraction standpoint um, from a spirituality standpoint that um, just because that person doesn't show interest in you doesn't mean that your equivalent or a better equivalent may not pop up later. And the mm-hmm. only way to really do that is to be in that mindset um, of positive thinking that, Hey, I'm, I know that there's somebody who's going to be in my realm. That's going to be a great fit.
1: Okay.
2: Um, but if you're in a negative mindset, you won't ever attract that.
1: Right. Right. I um, you've mentioned a few times and I'm definitely a believer of spirituality. Yes. Yes. How does that um, intertwine in your message and in your work in helping people in the dating world?
2: Um, I feel like spirituality for me gives a grounding. Um, Mm -hmm. I think sometimes in my early years of getting rejections, and I've had a lot of them, uh, I've probably had like 40 of them this year. (laughs) <laughs> just, oh yeah. I, I was in a relationship uh, earlier last, well, last year Yes. Um, that didn't work out. And,
1: yes.
2: um, you know, between May and December, I just went on a rampage and started going everywhere and asking girls out and, you know, I had some dates and it was fine. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes, like I said, I think we as men, after a while, we get tripped up when we don't get the tangible results right and I feel like when you learn how to believe in yourself before you see something come into um, into your reality mm-hmm. it gives you a little bit more grounding to move forward despite the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people they want to um, they want the, the goal first they want the tangible thing first and right. sometimes you have to, believe before you actually get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the biggest mind shifts for me. Um that I've noticed in myself. And now if I get rejected, I don't take it personally. I just like, okay, you know, you're you, yeah. I'm me. You're perfectly allowed to have your free will and that's okay.
1: Right. Right. Definitely. And I um do believe it does ground you and it gives you hope because I do work with quite a few people. Um sometimes like, you know, I pray and pray and pray to meet someone and it hasn't happened. And some people get so depressed about it, you know, will it ever happen to me?
2: Um. Yeah, I've been guilty of that (laughs) plenty of times. And I feel that oftentimes when you don't get something, it gives you your equivalent of what you truly desire but you have Uh to also work on yourself to do that. Um, I can't stress working on yourself enough of goes back to what you were saying. Learn about yourself, learn how to better yourself each and every day because you can't attract the person that you want until you become your best self. Mm -hmm. Um, Like if I'm, you know, 30 pounds overweight, I'm not going to have an expectation of attracting some supermodel or whatever it may be.
1: Right, exactly.
2: Um, so that that's where I tell people always work on yourself and more importantly, work on your weaknesses, not your strengths. Um, mm-hmm. Working on your strengths is easy. Uh, it's comfortable, but putting yourself in vulnerable positions and working on your weaknesses is so important.
1: Okay. Yes. What other, uh, what resources would you recommend Oof. for improving your daily life?
2: <laughs> Just one.
1: <laughs> no, 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 more than one. Yeah. Oh,
2: man, I have a bunch of them. Um, I mean, I've read, like I said, I've, I've been studying uh, mental, social, and emotional um, embetterment for decades, like two okay. decades. Um, from an emotional communication standpoint, I like um, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. Uh, even though he talks about more negotiation, uh, he describes a lot that communication is emotional, not logical. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a big fan of that book, even though he also has a masterclass, um, the art of fear by Kristen Olmer. Um, mm-hmm. She used to be a, an extreme sports skier who deals with a lot with fear. Um, I would say as far as getting to center yourself, um, the art of communicating by Tich Nhat Hanh, who's a Buddhist monk in um, France, I believe. Right. Um, as far as like functional um, books, there's a book on body language and body cues by Vanessa van Edwards called captivate that I like a lot. Okay. Um, spiritually, uh, I'm big on law of attraction and the Bible. I use both. Um, that's big for me. Okay. Um, as clearly I have a lot of books and this is just, yes, a small, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Small yes. Yes, um, yes.
1: And a lot that you've um, talked about are dealing kind of a lot with that communication which is, it's key, but that emotional piece of communication, um, which in some other aspects, when we talk about work and a variety of other things, we don't have that emotional piece, but it's so important when it comes to dating.
2: Well, it's, like said, I mean, over time, like when you get, you know, a response that's not feasible for you, Um, It's not just the emotional aspect you got to work on. It's also your habits. Um, That's Mm -hmm. where they talk about a mind body connection. Um, That's why, you know, sometimes in in, like, if you do just working as far as communication aspects, people will understand the ideas, but they don't put them into practice because physically it's almost like they created this habit, this um, physical habit. That they can't break so mind body connection is so important that's why just talking about it alone does not do the trick mm-hmm. um, for a lot of people and i mean that's kind of like how i've i've learned
1: okay okay yeah. okay um besides books are there other resources that you would recommend for a person out there and it's dating different let me ask this main question here is dating different when you Take when you're younger, you're like um, generation millennials or generation Z, you know, who maybe are young and maybe don't have a family, don't have kids versus when you're older.
2: I feel that uh, that answer is relative to how much you've worked on yourself emotionally. Like I said, from a male perspective, I feel it's harder because as a man, um, I can only speak on this behalf we're trained to shut down our emotions from an early age, Mm -hmm. Uh, whether it's sports, whether it's work, um, we're not trained emotionally. So like if we're at the older we get, the more that we're naturally shut down. And from that perspective, I can see why generations think that it's harder. Um, It's primarily just because you just got to do the work. Um, Once you do the work and have a good foundation, it'll make it, Easier over time, but it's it's just hard initially. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think there's a substitute. There's not one book that I can recommend. There's not one video or one course. Um, it really has been a lot of learning. But you know, for me, from what I'm able to show others, I've been able to put it put together two decades worth of work and streamline it a little bit easier so that's why it makes it easier for me to explain it um to go through all those books that i've read but and of course the process of being vulnerable and um failing (laughs) (laughs) um but that's what made me who i am Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yes yeah and um kind of like you said failing but Failing helps you, and I wouldn't even say failing, but if a date doesn't go work out well, you learn something from that. Everything, you do. Everything is a learning experience that you can just build upon.
2: So let me ask you a question. Have you had a, uh, a recent date?
1: Yes, yes, I've had a recent date, yes. And how'd it go? Uh, um, that one went well, it went well. Um, but for a variety of reasons, like you said, Um, sometimes things don't work out, um, because of where people live, age and all that. But, um, I don't regret having the date, but yeah.
2: I don't know about, I mean, from a male perspective, I think men have it a little bit easier on the age standpoint, um, Mm -hmm. than women. I will, that's probably like the one thing I will say slightly. Um, but I won't say that completely though. Okay. Okay. Um, I think the main thing about generational gaps is that you just have to, you have to learn other people's languages. Uh, right. You have to learn people's, you know, what, what their, what drive is, what they're driven by. Um, right. Like I'm dating women who are 10 years younger to me and right. that's, you know, I'm 42 and, um, it just, that's just who I attract right now. And I'm okay with that.
1: Right, 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 and that's fine. It's also just about also lifestyles, a different, different generations, and I've you know, I've dated people older and who who are you know in a retirement stage, and that has been a conflict in some aspect because I'm a still busy person. So yeah, so it's you know, it's just that balance of lifestyle. Yeah, I like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, if people out there listening and they're wanting uh, more information. Like they want help in their dating life. Um, reach you.
2: Um, you can reach me at my website It's www.persuasiveconsults.com. P-E-R-S-U-A-S-I-V-E consults C-O-N-S-U-L-T-S dot com, um, and fill out the form below and set up a um, a free consult with me. I don't take patients on without getting to know who they are first. Make sure they're fit. Um, because I may not be the perfect person for that person, for that individual. Um, so I like to talk to whoever I'm, I'm setting up consults with before I you know, move forward. But that's the best way to get a hold of me.
1: Okay. And you would say you help people with the mindset and getting ready for dating, but also helping them in that dating process.
2: Um, dating is one of the things I deal with. Okay. Um, mainly my main niche is helping people overcome fears due to social mental and emotional blocks okay um but dating has been a big deficit in my early age in life and so i you know that's one of my strong points
1: all right well thank you so much dr allen for being in the show uh, well, and dropping you. all this beautiful knowledge here yes yeah. and you're welcome back anytime
2: oh okay i look forward to that
1: okay all right. <laughs> well, we'll take a break and we'll be back in a moment All right. Thank you, Dr. April. Thank
0: you. Learn to cultivate a deeper connection with yourself and your inner spirit in order to further manifest a more fulfilling, intimate life. Find your purpose in life. Develop unwavering confidence. Heal your inner child and authentically live this purpose every day. It starts with you. Couldn't be further from the truth. Intimacy is not taboo, nor should it cost a fortune. Get your copy today. It starts with you is available on Amazon, Audible and Welcome back to the
1: Bringing Intimacy Show, where intimacy is real. I thank Dr. Allen so much for um, his knowledge, his research on dating. And definitely, if you're out there and you're like thinking, you know, well, maybe I need some assistance, definitely check him out. So for our upcoming shows, um, next week, we have Losing to Win, Winning Relationship Strategies, and that will be with Coach K and I. March 23rd, Wisdom is a New Currency with Mary Henderson. And on March 30th, Love is Not a Transaction with Kim Sorrell. This has been the Bring an Intimacy Back show. If you like us, please follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. Thank you guys for listening today. And if you're out there um, in the month of March, enjoy yourself. Um, the women in your life, please um, empower them because this is Women History Month. And as with all the things that you're doing, be intimate. And what I mean by be intimate is be fully present because that is the way you make connections with other people. And the more connections you make with other people, it strengthens your life. All right, this has been the Bringing Intimacy Back show, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of Bringing Intimacy Back, where intimacy is real. You can also find us at bringingintimacyback.com, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Dr. April Brown's seventh book series, Improving Intimacy, is now on Amazon. We'll see you next Thursday at 3.30 p.m. Don't forget to follow, share, and subscribe.